Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hello. This is the episode named... Ceremonies of Light and Dark. All right. Which we're in the midpoint of Babylon 5. The entire series. The entire series. Midway through season 3, which is the middle season. So, yeah. That's right. crazy. It's a, good, it's a good episode for Mel, too, in many ways. Rebirth. Kinda, yeah, rebirth. Kind of a reevaluation. How do you like the new uh, uniforms? They kind of look like pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> you or, know what they make me think of? They've got the one little corner, different color thing, mm-hmm. that always, they make me think of when Kirk... Because uh, the Admiral? Was the Admiral, I mean, he... When he's casual? Yeah, when he's casual, and he just unflips that little <laughs> corner section and it's white. That's what it makes me think of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I've always liked these uniforms. These these are uniforms that I, I, I would never be interested in any other, like sci-fi show cosplay kind of things but yeah. i could see wearing one of these things i think well, they, they look sharp they're much more space they feel much more spacey than like their traditional uniforms mm. they're less mi- military military yes military. they're a little more sci-fi yes like. yes that's what i'm trying to say yes although i do think it's kind of funny that they're the whole thing about the level five is they're fighting shadows and their good guys are wearing all black <laughs> <laughs> they're taking after luke I guess. <laughs> They're blending in. They are blending in. I will say... I Shadows just, will not find us. We're dark. <laughs> anyway, I, I will say, I might wear it sometime, but I probably... I just got back from Gen Con, which is always at, at the beginning of August, and I would not wear it to that, because wearing dark, long <laughs> sleeves in hot, humid Indianapolis would not be a good thing. But anyway, back to the episode. What did you think of the rest of it? I I liked it. It was really weird to see the Night Watch underground. Um, It felt like we were watching a completely different show during those specific scenes. (laughs) Than what the rest of what was going on? Yes, yes. Yeah, because the whole thing with the computer thing was kind of a light, silly little... Yeah, I forgot about that until they brought it up at the end. No, to the computer thing. The voice of the computer is Harlan Ellison. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't think he had a New York accent like that. I don't know. May, I wonder if he was putting it on. I don't know, but Harlan... Just in case the, the listeners don't know. Uh, <laughs> Harlan Ellison Because I totally know who you're talking he, about. He's a famous sci-fi writer, but he also was a conceptual... Um, a consultant? Uh, consultant for Babylon 5. He's, he's a very famous in certain circles. Um, and he actually just passed away a few months ago. We should have mentioned it on, um, on the podcast earlier. But uh, he just passed away yeah. very recently. Uh, but yeah, he helped a lot early season. I think just cool setting up Easter the setup. Yeah, like, yeah. I was, yeah, I read that somewhere. So. Fun fact, because I'll never get mentioned this otherwise. He had a a cameo on my favorite Scooby Doo series. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's there's one Scooby Doo series called Mystery Incorporated that is the only series that I'm aware of that has it was like two seasons and that had a continuing storyline throughout oh, the whole thing. Interesting. Which I'd never heard that before. But he, yeah, he he played a recurring cameo character as a professor at uh, some. What do they call it? They gave it some Cthulhu-sounding university <laughs> That's name. That's hilarious. Yeah. But anyway. But yes, the uh, Night Watch Underground was just kind of... Uh, the evil version of Night Watch. Yeah, I mean, not the... You couldn't have got a creepier underground guy for... Which one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the leader or the psychopath, dude? The I, guy with the... the he leader, was a psychopath. The one with the... The, the one with the eye? Yeah. yeah. Without the eye? And then the face... The, the side of the whole face that didn't work. I, I wonder, yeah, I, I am, you guys were wondering if that was his actual face, yeah. or I, I wonder if that's some sort of makeup job. I'm, if it was makeup, it was, it was a, really good. It was a good makeup job if it was makeup. Yeah, because Brian and I know good makeup jobs. <laughs> we watch a lot of face-offs. <laughs> a lot of face-offs. Uh, you, you may have a problem. 
Every <laughs> season of Face Off. Twice. Just the way he acted, the, I don't remember his name, the one-eyed Willie guy. One-eyed Willie. He was very much like, you go over here, you don't kill these people. Like, I don't know, like a weird, there was this weird, like, uncle-nephew redneck vibe I was getting. It is, yeah. A brother-cousin? Well, that's his best, and just the way, I don't know, I felt like he should have been spitting a lot more. It is kind of just, like, the Night Watch leaders we've seen so far are these really cold put together elite military types. These guys. These are like the drill sergeants or the like the like refugees. The hillbilly drill sergeants. Though. This was like not the the, the refugees very from and... the refugees from the Gropos, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Uh, the Gropos night watch people. I don't know, yeah. but I don't know why they were on Babylon Five. Like at one point, wouldn't Zach have been like? All these guys are really creepy. <laughs> Nightwatch, you know, like it's not. Apparently, maybe I guess some of them were apparently subterfuge. Like they, maybe because oh, they, they couldn't kick them off because uh, they, they were a few of them that didn't actually wear the the armbands. Maybe or did, yeah, they, they, they had never mentioned that it was a possibility. They probably didn't have a database it. of all the Nightwatch people. They had but they still had access. some Nightwatch people were still on security though, right? Yeah, like, apparently that's what he said. Uh, so uh, I don't know, that's not good. No. That's the way that plot line, the way the rebirthing ceremony. With the land, no one, which no one wanted to be a part of. No, it was so like, bad. <laughs> like, would you like to come to our rebirthing ceremony? No, I'm too busy. Uh, no, I, I, uh, uh, no, what's that over there? Like, nobody, <laughs> like, nobody even had a good excuse. Jakar had probably the best and most honest. Like, yeah, I've, I've already just, I'm covered. Yeah. <laughs> I think she made Londo a new uniform. I don't think <laughs> she made him a nice headpiece. He didn't even come. Did she get a gift for him? I don't know. She would. She probably decided. She probably decided she wouldn't make a gift until she had discovered if uh, if he would time. come. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably figured he wouldn't. That's but it. she wanted to invite him anyway. That's an interesting conversation. Just because you don't have that main conversation strictly between Londo and yeah, Glenn. and quite a contrast from the last one where Londo was. I think the, the last one was y'all said is like we don't talk well, anymore. Yeah, and, and he's like, and she's like, we never really did. Yeah, and now she, it's interesting. She's trying to kind of extend an olive branch, and he's curious at first, and then like when she he hears what she's really looking for, she's like, bah, humbug. <laughs> <laughs> Which is again an interesting contrast with him because his other big scene this episode, he was doing something actually pretty good, like mm-hmm. telling Reefa, back off from the shadows, they're bad yeah, news. that's One true. that poison. Yeah. That poison thing. <laughs> that was a great, Ooh. great thing, like, because this and this, and I poisoned your drink. Yeah. <laughs> These two poisoned meat and have a party in your cardiovascular system. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we definitely got two sides of Londo there. Well, he doesn't want other people interfering with him. He doesn't like people trying to redeem him. Mm. But he doesn't mind doing his own way. Yeah. A very Centauri way. A traditional yeah. sort of Centauri way. Yeah. Blackmail and poison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's comfortable with that way of doing good things, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then um, Lanier. Oh, yeah. What did you think of that scene? Well, as soon as he was like, she's my mentor, my teacher, my... And I was like, oh, I should have seen this coming. <laughs> <laughs> but... His whole thing about it's not it's not romantic love like you think it's a a perfect love yeah. like are you twelve? 
Well, like, no, no, it's real. We really love each other. Like you can't even. Mm-hmm. Like, so you, so you're saying like, you don't really believe him? I don't. I don't. It's probably more he idolizes her, looks up to her than I don't know. It do, doesn't seem like it's a healthy form of affection. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Let's let's hit um, Marcus. I'm just going to all the all the rebirthing <laughs> you're, people. Oh yeah, you're hitting all the characters. Yeah, all the all the rebirth. Yeah, that was a very interesting conversation, Marcus. And you know, if anyone had a doubt at this point in the season that he was going to be a random pilot guy like last season, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> but I thought that was an interesting conversation with you know her saying, "No, you still have this is what you would give up," and he was not having any of that. Yeah. No, I've already given up a lot. <laughs> and she's like, "That's the <laughs> point. You haven't given up." The pain. The he, guilt, basically. He's like, yeah. He's like, what? um, thing, task for me to do. Which is <laughs> very honest. Like, yeah. uh, Delin's perspective, confession is good for his soul, is, is, uh, admirable and true. But also, it's, you can't really force someone to confess something, no. usually. Tell me your secrets! <laughs> and she got everyone's secrets at the end. She just had to be stabbed. And poor, and, and poor, poor Delenn, she's sitting there like, you could tell she wasn't feeling real great about some of these guys' secrets. She's just like, uh, stop telling me this horrible thing. Like, your baldies? Oh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Franklin, like, Ugh. gave a secret without, like, he, like, saying anything. His was a total cop-out. Like, I know, but... I have a problem. I, I know, but that's all you can manage, I think. Mm. I mean, it was kind of... a big step for him. It is a big step. I have a problem. Yeah. That is the first step. Well, that's true. We won't discuss Ivanova's thing. We're just going to pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> 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 so Sheridan and Delenn. Yeah, so that that happened. That happened. All it took was her being like in mortal danger. Yes, like luckily it just pierced her in the ribs and didn't it missed all of her vital organs. Like, uh, couldn't have told her anytime sooner. <laughs> well, maybe he didn't even realize just how much. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they had that awkward like. Here's my hand, kiss, not kiss thing episode or two ago. <laughs> yeah. They're like, so much going on, and it's like emotions and feelings and trying to figure things out, and should I, do we figure this out while we're going to the Children's Museum or something else? <laughs> 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 and Natasha's look was priceless right there. <laughs> uh. So yeah, that's how things work in real life. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, I missed something I somewhere. <laughs> that involves the story of Nick and Nat. Um, they, they first figured each other out. That, I think they had their DTR at the Children's Museum. No, no. That, the, the Children's Museum happened. And then afterwards, we're all, like, individually, separate from each other, we're like, something's got to change. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it's love connection here tonight, everyone. Lanier and Delenn and everyone. <laughs> anyway, I just brought that out, tried that out that in front good. of everyone. That was, that was there good. you go. <laughs> that was nice. It's our rebirthing ceremony here on the podcast. Oh, dear. And I will give up. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so my, my plan is to, I told Rachel this after her, her wedding shower the other day, that my plan is to have a bachelor shower to uh, commiserate 34 years alone. So, <laughs> oh. so there, there's my confession. <laughs> Although it's not technically true because I told it to my sister. So anyway, I feel get that off my chest. Yeah. Out there, out there in the open, and Tim is single. That's what he's saying. Yes. <laughs> Anyone listening? I'm, I'm available. 
<laughs> and, you're li- and you're listening to Battle on Fly podcast, you already have some points in your favor. <laughs> I'd face it, you probably are too. Available. <laughs> <laughs> That is not what you want to lead with, Tim. That's not. I'm sure you should leave that in. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this this one got really off the rails. Uh, true to derailed trains of thought. Yes, this, uh, this is perfect. Okay. So anyway, um, it's your turn, Brianna. Um. Uh, <laughs> on the spot uh, is hard. It is I, on the spot. One time, I put my sister's toothbrush in the toilet, <laughs> and then I put it back, and I didn't tell her, because <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> Don't make Bran mad. <laughs> I learned I Has that happened to Zach yet? <laughs> no. No, he's doing pretty good. All right, then. And he's not in the room now, so... <laughs> no, I, this would be the perfect opportunity to... To warn him. Yeah. So, but he'll have to listen to the podcast, which I don't think he actually listens to this podcast. I don't know. So, interesting... Well, listeners, don't tell Zach. I was twelve. <laughs> okay. At the time. That, that, that's that's fair. That's like fair. linear. Linear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I love our side tangents. All right. Anyway, I circled back around. Yeah, somehow. I, I that was that was impressive. Segue. <laughs> yeah, segue. Okay. Did we miss anything? I feel like we covered more than we usually cover, and this is not that important of an episode. <laughs> so, except for the uniforms, which I like. Yeah. Think we got everything that was worth. Do we, do we want to do a minor spoiler or not really? No. Okay, it's not worth it. The people who listen to the spoiler corner will already know the spoiler. Okay, yep. I think, and there's not much worth saying about that. You know. So what, what happened know. at the Children's Museum? <laughs> no, it was just at the Children's Museum. Well, that was normal. There's a picture somewhere. So did you ask her out? No, we were just kind of hanging out. It was a small break. I mean, like, after that, did you guys ever see each other again? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wasn't going to mention it with her in the room, but I was about ready to pop the question. No, um. <laughs> You're close to your DTR, then, yeah. basically. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> so you got these three movies that basically tell you how it happened, and then... Oh, yes. Oh, there you go. The Taylor trilogy. Yeah. yeah. I've seen bits and pieces. I don't know how close that was. There, there's a Starbucks somewhere that commiserates... That commiserates? I don't know the right word. The actual, <laughs> the actual TD, DTR to find the relationship. I don't know if the, is that a term people use outside of college, Taylor. I thought so, but okay, I have I no know. idea. Have you heard that term yeah, before? I've heard that before. Okay, okay, I thought so. Yeah. All right, yeah. Okay. Anyway, we really need Except to wrap modes this up. of light and dark and nonsense. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening to this strange episode of the Weekly Hijack. We got awkward there in the middle. Remember, you listen to different kinds of awkwardness on our regular podcast, The Real Trains of Thoughts. Come, come listen. It's great stuff. Um, and when we talk more about storytelling as opposed to weird personal stuff. Yeah. Well, both probably sometimes. <laughs> okay. Ma- mainly storytelling. Mainly storytelling. Sometimes um, weird people telling you to listen to uh, sounds oh, and go to sleep and stuff. Well, yes. That's yeah. true. That will probably have been out by now. Yeah. Anyway, until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And this is Brianna. Farewell.